0: The following is a class given by His Holiness Jaya Swami Maharaj on April 26th. 1982 in New Orleans, Louisiana, USA. The class begins with a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, 7th Canto, chapter 15, verse 41. Translation by His Divine Grace Śrita, Bhakti Vidanta Swami Prabhupada The tra- <coughs> Transcendentalists, who are advanced in knowledge, compare the body which is made of, by the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead to a chariot. The senses are like the horses. The mind, the master of the senses, is like the reins. The objects of the senses are the destination. Intelligence is the chariot driver. And the con- and consciousness, which spreads throughout the body, is the cause of bondage in this material world. Purport by his divine, uh, translation of repetition. Transcendentalists. Transcendentalists. Who are Who are advanced. In knowledge. By his divine grace, Śrita, Bhakti, Swami, the A.C. Bhakti Vidanta Swami Prabhupada. The transcendentalists who are advanced in knowledge compare the body, which is made of, by the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, to a chariot. The senses are like the horses, the mind, the master of the senses, is like the reins. The objects of the senses are the destinations. Intelligence is the chariot driver. And the con- and consciousness, which spreads throughout the body, is the cause of bondage in this material world. Purport by his divine uh, translation with repetition Transcendentalists, Transcendentalists who, are advanced, who are advanced in knowledge, in knowledge. Compare, the body, compare the body which is made, which is made by the order. The of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, of the Personality of Godhead. To, a to a chariot. The senses are like the horses. The, like the, horses. the, mind. the mind, the master of the senses, the of the senses, of the senses. is like the reins. Like the, 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 the objects of the senses are the destinations. The destination. Intelligence is the chariot driver. Is the chariot driver. And consciousness Consciousness, consciousness, which spreads throughout the body, which is, throughout the, body, is, the, cause, is the cause of bondage, of bondage, bondage in, this in this material world. Report by His Divine Grace Shula, Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada. For a bewildered person in the materialistic way of life, the body, the mind, and the senses, which are engaged in sense gratification, are the cause of bondage to repeated birth, death, old age, and disease. But for one who is advanced in spiritual knowledge, the same body, senses, and mind are the cause of liberation. This is confirmed in the Kata Upanishad as follows. Atmanam rathinam Vidhi sariram ratthamevacca buddhin tu saratin Manapragahamevacha manapraghamevacca indriyani hayanahud Shugo sadhviśno paramampadam. Sadhviśno paramampadam. The soul is the occupant of the chariot of the body of which the driver is the intelligence. The mind is the determination to reach the destination. The senses are the horses and the sense objects are also included in that activity. Thus one can reach the destination Vishnu, who is Paramang Padam, the supreme goal of life. In condition, life, the consciousness is the body in the body, excuse me, is the cause of bondage. But the same consciousness, when transformed into Krishna consciousness, becomes the cause for one's returning home back to God. The human body, therefore, may be used in two ways, for going to the darkest regions. Going to the darkest regions of ignorance, or for going forward back home, back to Godhead. To go back to Godhead, the path is Mahat Seva, to accept the self-realized spiritual master. Mahat dwaram ahur Vimukte, Mahat ahur Vimukte. For liberation, one should accept. The direction of authorized devotees who can actually endow one with perfect knowledge. On the other hand, tamo sanggam, if one wants to go to the darkest regions of material existence, one may continue to associate with persons who are attached to women. Sanggam, the word Yoshit means woman. Persons who are too materialistic are attached to women. It is said, therefore, Atmanam. The body is just like a chariot or car in which one may go anywhere. One may drive well or else one may drive whimsically, but in which case it is quite possible that he may have an accident and fall into a ditch. In other words, if one takes directions from the experienced spiritual master, one can go home, back home, back to Godhead, otherwise one may return to the cycle of birth Yes. Therefore Krishna personally advises, Those who are not faithful in the path, on the path of devotional service, cannot attain Me. O conqueror of foes, but return to birth and death in this material world. Bhagavad Gita, chapter nine, verse three. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna personally gives instructions on how one can return home back to Godhead. But if one does not care to listen to his instructions, the result will be that one will never go back to Godhead, but will continue life in this miserable condition of repeated birth and death in material existence. Mityu Samsara Vartmanin. The advice of experienced transcendentalists, therefore, is that the body being fully engaged in for achieving the ultimate goal of life, Swarta gatin. The real interest or goal of life is to return home back to Godhead to enable one to fulfill this purpose. There are so many Vedic literatures including Vedanta Sutra, the Upanishads, Bhagavad Gita, Mahabharata, and the Ramayana. One should take lessons from these Vedic literatures and learn how to practice nibbiti mark. Then one life will be perfect, The body is important as long as it has consciousness. Without consciousness, the body is merely a lump of matter. Therefore, to return home back to Godhead, one must change his consciousness from material consciousness to Krishna consciousness. One's consciousness is the cause of material bondage. But if this consciousness is purified by Bhakti Yoga, one can then understand the falsity of his upadi. His designations as Indian, American, Hindu, Muslim, Christian, and so on. Sarvopadi, the Nirmuftam, Nirmalam. One must forget these, these designations and use this consciousness only for the service of Krishna. Therefore, if one takes advantage of the Krishna consciousness movement, his life is certainly successful. Thus end the purport by his divine grace to the Bhakti Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada.
1: He Thank you.
0: The translation again is that transcendentalists who are advanced in knowledge compare the body, which is made by the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, to a chariot. The senses are like the horses, the mind, the master of the senses, is like the reins. The objects of the senses are the destinations. Intelligence is the chariot driver, and consciousness which spreads throughout the body is the cause of bondage in this material world. So today, the Transcendentalists who are advanced in knowledge have given us a very nice analogy, whereby we can understand what is our situation within this body, what is our situation within this material world. First of all is that the body was not produced by accident or by some evolution. It says here, it was made by the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna desired and ordered that bodies be made, and Lord Brahma, he started to create them. Just as Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, I am the eternal father who gives all the seeds to create life. The seed-giving father... Each living entity is coming from a seed, one type or another, and those seeds are ultimately given by Krishna. And those who those persons, those Brahmas who create the universe, they take the seed and create bodies from them to fill up the universe. The original blueprint is given by Krishna and they're made on His order. Just like in a factory. The factory's architect gives the blueprint and then they give the order to the assembly line and they start to produce.
1: <clears throat>
0: of course, one can mix the parts around and get different combinations, but the basic blueprint is given by Krishna. Saki is like a modern day chariot, more than the the carriage, I would say. But anyway, senses are like the horses, the mind, the master of the senses, is like the reins. The objects are the senses of the destinations, intelligence is the chariot driver. So, this body is the vehicle for taking us around. This analogy has been given so many different ways. In the Bhagavatam it is also described as a boat. A boat whereby we can cross over this material world, which is like the ocean. Here the analogy is given that this body is a vehicle. But in this case, the vehicle is not being used to cross us over the material world. It is being used to drive us after objects of senses. So, just as one who trains horses knows that by repeated training and patience and various kind of stimulation, one can gradually bring the horses under control, but it requires a strong hand. Like anyone, if they're allowed to be free continuously, then they'll become more and more difficult to control, especially if it is wild horses who have not been trained before. The senses of the people, at least in the Western world, are practically like wild horses. They're hardly put under control. Whatever one wants, one heads for that direction. You've seen how sometimes the dog is, baby dogs are running this way, and that way, and this way, and that way, just whatever gets their mind is to run there, then they turn around and run the other way. Just completely under the control of their senses. But similarly, these senses, if they're not controlled, then they'll drag us here and there. A person wants a cigarette. You at 2 o'clock in the morning, he'll drive down to the 24 hour all night place just to get a pack of cigarettes. Ah, this is liberty, this is real freedom, you see. There's a the question. I mean, they're completely, you know, whatever the sense of demand. of man, the guy who won't even be able to get to sleep unless he runs and gets this or that or whatever. But they think that's freedom. They don't realize that they're simply being driven around by wild horses. Because they can't control the horses, therefore wherever they take them. When the horse calms down a little bit, because you give it whatever it wanted, then you think, "Oh, really, This is freedom." It's a complete illusion. Therefore, people they waste their life running after the objects of the senses instead of controlling their wild horses with their mind for any useful purpose. All the control is given is simply to achieve a given end. That's why it said that even a materialist appears to have all good qualities. Uh, We know that the ultimate objection of that materialist is some form of sense gratification. So even if he seems to have developed some kind of sense control, but he's a materialist, we know that that sense control is only because he's got some other material objective. Just like someone mentioned how the mayor always was tough on us. And one day when we said, you know, we really like you, we're all going to vote for you. <laughs> oh, really? And suddenly he became very friendly. So, very smiley. So this is the type of situation. Is that people, like politicians, may smile and kiss babies. During the campaign time, it to seem uh, to control their anger and their... And their every other quality, just to keep on the plastic smiles, because they want to attract a lot of votes. So even though it appears that they do tremendous austerity in India, sometimes the when campaigning they give sixteen lectures in one day by helicopter. They go one place to the next I was really envying them if we could only have a helicopter like mean, that, sixteen lectures in one day with hundreds of thousands of people. That would be. I'm sure we could easily do it if we just had the helicopter and uh, it appears that they do a tremendous austerity. One of the politicians had a heart attack trying to keep up with the other one. (laughs) And trying to keep up with the expensive costs, they all have heart attacks. (laughs) But, uh, so they appear to show a tremendous amount of uh, sense control in some cases, but it's based upon their destination being objects of the senses. So ultimately they're in strict bondage. Once that immediate pressure of achieving some particular intense desire is over, they can do anything at any moment. Just like, I believe we saw the picture upstairs of, uh, Devaki being taken to the wedding, uh, from the wedding with Vasudeva and suddenly by a Kamsa, suddenly when a Dvaibhani or a word from the demigods came down that the eighth son of Devaki will be your death, Immediately comes and says, what? Grabbed David key by the hair, his own sister, pulled out his sword, ready to decapitate it right on the spot. Your son's going to kill me, and then immediately was going to kill me. This is the demonic prince, so he was so nice, and my sister, my brother-in-law. <laughs> suddenly saw the, the the word came, that uh, your sister's eighth son is going to be your death. Finished the last thing. You step in right till you're finished. So this is the so-called niceties of the materialists that may appear very nice. But if you cross them, or if at any moment there's a little bit of change in the situation, you see, you can be put in the fire of uh, sacrifice, burnt to a, til- a toast, at any moment. The Chanaka Pandits never trust, especially never trust politicians and lawyers and materialistic women and so many different... Uh, He warned us that we have to be very careful. So, any materialist, any materialist is someone that you can't fully depend upon because they're being taken around in their chariot by wild horses and they don't have control. This is the difficulty. So, we have to be like horse trainers. We have to train our senses. And we do that by having a tight grip on the reins what are the reins that's the mind you put a tight grip on the reins and what is the driver that's the intelligence so the intelligence is the one the driver is the one who decides what destination i want to go to if he decides i want to go to the destination of this sense gratification or that sense gratification a meat eating, unless you gambling or intoxication he's going to drive his chariot in that direction that tight grip on that chariot is not of any use, because actually it's the senses who are who are dictating to the intelligence those destinations. When the intelligence directs his chariot, holds on the rein, the mind, and directs his horses, the senses, to serve Krishna, to engage in the devotional service of the Lord, then he's making progress back to Godhead. Then that same consciousness which was at one time directing him simply follow the senses directions. When that same consciousness is turned to Krishna consciousness and is directing us to follow the instructions of Krishna, head towards the spiritual world, that consciousness delivers us. So, how the mind can be controlled it's only by the intelligence. The trouble is that by repeated sense gratification, one's mind intelligence becomes weak. It becomes weakened, and the senses become stronger. So, the intelligence, when it's weaker, it's hard to hold tight onto the reins. The mind goes here and there, it's already like brain fade, just can't pull on it. So, therefore, one is in a difficult situation. The one at least has good associations, If one has a spiritual master who is guiding one, then, in that way, there's a guarantee that one can reach the destination as long as one follows the spiritual master and keeps in the good association. The spiritual master must be mahat. He must be a devotee of the Lord. He must not be a sense gratifier attached to material material sense gratification. Persons who are too materialistic, they cannot be a bona fide spiritual master. Because they're also in a chariot which is run away with them. They not; don't have full control of their chariot. So therefore, how can they guide other people to the proper destination when they themselves are a little bit out of control. So, Prabhupada said there's two alternatives. One may drive well or else one may drive whimsically, in which case it is quite possible that he may have an accident and fall into a ditch. Sometimes people, they want to drive too fast without following the necessary traffic regulations and as a result they fall into a ditch. I think on the way out to Mayapur you've seen many trucks (laughs) which have haul into the ditch because uh, they don't follow any regulations and also the road is very bad. But uh, that's the material road. They're not actually going to Mayapur. They're going up to uh, Gohati or down to Calcutta. They take a little wine and they drive at night and then uh, they slip off into the ditch. And when these big lorries, they're supposed to hold 10 tons, they load them up with 14 tons, 15 tons. They take one wheel goes off the road, then the whole thing flips over right out of the back, like it's some kind of uh, shell in the beetle or something, and just, that's it, upside down. You see him left and right on the road. So if one drives whimsically without paying attention to uh, the, his own consciousness, without paying it, these people drink and they do this, without driving at a proper speed, without taking care when there are various pitfalls in the way, when the road gets rough, they have to slow down. If you don't take care of all these things, then uh, you're going to fall into a ditch. So, in other words, Prabhupada says that if one takes the directions from the experienced spiritual master, one can go back home, back to Godhead. Otherwise, one may return to the cycle of birth and death. So, this is a very nice example. And Prabhupada here gives us some further idea that uh, just like nowadays people like to belong to the AAA so that they can uh, get nice roadmaps and to get in a ditch they can be picked up. Actually, the International Society for Krishna Consciousness is just meant for that purpose to give one the roadmap, the roadmaps of the Vedic literatures, which in kind have been translated into English and other contemporary languages. And uh, the Vedanta Sutra, Upanishad, Vedanta Sutra's natural commentary is this Srimad Bhagavatam. The Upanishads, like the Isha Upanishad, and the Bhagavad Gita, Mahabharata, which I understand Acharya is translating now, and the Ramayana. These are some of the many Vedic literatures, and uh, especially these literatures one is recommended to practice. And Prabhupada said, for what? To practice in the so, Nvritti mark is a technical name for what? Who knows? Yes? The path of
1: detachment.
0: The path of detachment. Congratulations. And what is the opposite path called? Pravritti mark, Which means? Positive steps. The positive steps. Who? <laughs> Yes, it's a path of uh, of <coughs> and, uh sentence. Right. No, this age is not sacred,
1: but it's very often not in the, of the no. is, you know, Probably actually it actually is our part of the big harvest or hard referred to the least follow the judgment first. That. And that in fact when you say with What's the exact question? What do you really value uh, in the pure love this? What is desire? I mean, the karma
0: rules are more strict than the rules for Krishna consciousness. Of course, you can keep your independent mentality, but the actual rules of karma are so strict that a lot of them depend upon expert brahmanas, which you don't have doing various kinds of sacrifices, chanting certain mantras, which people are not capable of doing properly. In basic, people do follow the karma kanda they're supposed to follow. If they don't be Krishna conscious, then they're supposed to follow that. But uh, basically they can hardly do it. If you don't surrender to Krishna consciousness, if you don't serve Krishna, then you shouldn't desert your mother and father, you shouldn't break up the family. It's not considered to be, it's against the karmakanda. But no one follows that anyway. You just put their old mother and father and old folks on If, if they're lucky, they're bad. So, uh, <coughs> the problem about uh, karma is that uh, people don't, they can't uh, follow that very well either. But uh, if they're not Krishna conscious that they're supposed to follow that. As far as possible. You know, they're supposed to follow that. Even in other ages they made a mistake and they became lizards and they became different with Pignarga and others. What to speak of this age, what do they have going for? Of? of course the advantage is if you think about doing a good thing you get the result even if you don't do it. In other ages if you thought about doing a bad thing you get the result even if you didn't do it. <laughs> If one has all desires, you should still do the devotional service. If one has no desires, you should do devotional service. If one has desire for liberation, you should do pure devotional service to the Lord. In other words, you should do Tibraina bhakti-jogi. A means just like the sunlight comes down, just comes unimpeded, doesn't have any other contamination, includes everything. So just by worshiping Krishna, He knows what desire you have in your heart. If you have all kinds of desires, you want to be there. Indra, Indra Deva, you want to do this or whatever. He knows. So you don't have to like give in your shopping list to Him. He already knows what desire you have. And He knows better than you do what it would take to satisfy that particular desire. So He automatically fulfill that desire. And then instead of going back to God, you may want to first go to the heavenly planet process that uh, most of His disciples... I heard, not director, I heard this at second hand, that most or many other disciples had actually had a desire to go to the heavenly planet. I don't know the any details on that quote, but uh, maybe indicating a lot of the people that left the room already also, <clears throat> that their actual desire was to go to the heavenly planets. It wasn't really to go back to God, but it was to have a very comfortable material situation, free from all kinds of misery and so on, which is the heavenly planet situation. So, people that want a very comfortable material situation that don't sacrifice, uh, that don't want to actually go back to Krishna and give up, uh, <coughs> I'll say, you I want to completely give up sex life, or give up completely material uh, enjoyment. By worshipping Krishna purely, they will be transferred to the heavenly planets, and from there they may be transferred back to Gada, if they don't fall down again. So, Prabhupada assured that uh, his disciples worship like that, they'll go to the heavenly planets also to confirm that. So, that's the sarva Those who are actually pure devotees, they simply want to serve Krishna wherever He sends them, wherever He sends them, or under whatever circumstance, obviously they should also be performing pure devotional service. Very obviously he should be performing other kind of activities which would not satisfy Krishna to that extent. Then those who want liberation to practice this type of strict uh, meditation and uh, and uh, austerities to achieve liberation by mental speculation or by other processes of yoga is not at all recommended. One's also recommended you should perform true devotional service, and he's desiring I want to end all the misery. Liberation desire is such that he wants to end the mystery. He doesn't actually have a positive desire to really serve Krishna eternally. doesn't really want to reestablish that eternally. He just wants to end the mystery. He, just, he doesn't want to work so hard and actually get completely uh, Krishna Prema. Just somehow or another hold out to the end of life and just finish. No more birth, no more death. It's too much trouble in this material world. That type of the desire is more for the desire of liberation than actually a desire for devotional service. More a negative response to why you become Krishna kind I can't stand the material world and cry it out. That's the desire for liberation. You see, then a person says that i you know, I'm cried out for the material world, I'm disgusted with the material world, it's so bizarre, but I want to actually, I want to develop my pure devotional service. That desire doesn't usually come in the beginning, People don't immediately come to Krishna consciousness because they love Krishna. Usually they come because of one or the other two. They have some material desire, they have some desire for liberation. And uh, after serving for some time then, they actually get attracted to Krishna personally. They develop some Krishna consciousness and they want to actually become a pure devotee. They develop no desire, akna. So when they develop no desire, they should still continue doing the devotional service. See?
1: Yes? I it's a Christian, is
0: very So, we like that? Why don't we stick to this verse?
1: <laughs> yes? When the holy is loaded I the uh, my great limited experience it appears that devotees are uh, still very desirous of serving Krishna, and they also have you know so many anxieties to get things done for Krishna. You know, they, they may be detached, but still they uh, exhibit so many uh, personal uh, traits. So that that no desire would also mean desire for Krishna.
0: <sighs> yes akama means no desire means a desire in Krishna no one can be desireless we don't become a stone it means we have no material desire when you that's the point is that the devotee becomes ultimately as active and more active than the karmic although it's a very stiff, stiff competition because the karmic are very much under the mode of passion so from the mode of goodness uh, type of platform but in any case the devotees, they become uh, on the perfectional platform so fired up, so enthusiastic to serve Krishna, and their desires are so strong in that regard. Just like that devotee Ruktak was fanning Krishna became overwhelmed with ecstasy, tears were coming from his eyes, he was choked up, he couldn't see, and he began cursing the ecstasy that it's interfering with my fanning of Krishna. And uh, he was so... Because his desire was so strong. So it wasn't even that he had a desire for the ecstasy. He was actually desirous of serving Krishna. And even the ecstasy he found to be... Ecstasy of loving Krishna, he found to be an interruption. So, we see how enthusiastic Hanuman was that he burned down the whole Lanka because he was so angry that this Ravana had stolen Rama's uh, consort. The goddess of fortune, Srimati. Sita Devi, and he picked up a whole mountain when he was trying to get the medicine for uh, Lakshmi. He didn't know which herb it was on the mountain they told him to go to, so he picked up the whole mountain and brought it back and, and to mm-hmm. Ram and said, "Because he's only a money, you know, not figure out which 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 uh, herb it was. You take the one you want." So the devotees are very enthusiastic, very a lot of desire, mother yasoda, she was in anxiety with Krishna wasn't eating. But that, the different flavors and ecstasy, those desires to serve Krishna are, you can say, that paramatma yogis would consider it as different forms of meditation, different forms of samadhi or trance, because the nomenclature is all absolute truth, Krishna. And the process of being anxiety for serving Krishna or thinking of Krishna are different forms of meditation. And those forms of meditation all give one's transcendental pleasure. One is serving Krishna, and there is some great anxiety. I found the greatest satisfaction in serving Krishna under the greatest uh, stress levels, under the greatest anxiety. And when things seem to go smooth and there's not a lot of stress and don't always get as deep a taste for devotional service. Of course, <clears throat> we haven't had that problem for some time. <laughs> there always seems to be plenty of obstacles to cross over. <clears throat> so that's why as a devotee makes advancement in Krishna, creates situations where one is forced to surrender in Krishna more and more. But for the devotee, for the non-devotee, it may appear to be like something difficult. Just like the five Pandavas, they were put in various situations... Mother Draupadi was uh, tried to be stripped naked in the assembly of kings by Dusasana, I believe. And uh, at that time she completely surrendered to Krishna, calling out on His holy name. And then He provided an unlimited amount of uh, sari, or became unlimited sari, and uh, she couldn't be stripped. Her chastity was maintained, her prestige was maintained. So. For her, of course, she became more and more attached to Krishna through all of these difficulties. Finally, uh, Krishna established them as the emperors of the world. And they did so not out of a desire to actually be the emperor, which Arjuna showed he, was, he wasn't interested in fighting for himself. They only did it because they knew it was the desire of Krishna. And they did it to establish a Krishna-conscious kingdom in the world. And that's why... For one thousand years, even into the Kali Yuga, the descendants of the five Pandavas maintained Kali Yuga's influence away from the uh, world. So here it says that the something was made by the order of the supreme personality of Godhead. What is it? Yes. And what is the body compared to? These are two cookie questions, warming up. Then, what were the horses compared to? Raise your hand. What are the objects of the senses compared to? You had your hand up first, I believe. The destinations. And... What was the range compared to? <laughs> and the intelligence? What driver?
1: Yes. Congratulations.
0: And what was the cause of bondage in this material world? <laughs> the consciousness. Now, see if I can get a 3 cookie question. So the human body may be used in two ways. Do you have your hand up first?
1: All right, give you a chance. Perfectly, such a
0: so we have our the unbiased verses. For going back to the darkest regions of ignorance and for going forward, back home, back to God. I guess it's Krishna. Then we have here that if one... Wants to go to the darkest region of material existence. Who should he associate with? Uh,
1: either with uh, women or with people who are attached to association,
0: or uh, to yes, especially those who are too attached materially to women. What should one do to go back to Godhead? We have to accept something. Yes, and what, how does he accept him? For liberation. One should accept the direction of authorized devotees who can actually endow one with the perfect uh, knowledge. To go back to Godhead, the path is Mahatseva, to accept the self-realized spiritual master. Three could be. Now we go up to four.
1: <laughs> if
0: one does not care to listen to his instructions of the Supreme Personality God-Representative, then what will continue? Then, in his miserable condition of repeated birth and death, he will continue life in this miserable condition of repeated birth and death in material existence, with samsara, bar me. What were the one, two, three, four, five... Wow. Well, this would be a three, but
1: only a one on the end for five. <laughs> what are the five
0: scriptures mentioned by Srila Prabhupada, the Vedic literature that one... Uh, could take lessons from to practice in the nivritti mark What he said, the siman bhagwata. He didn't do to get, get him off.
1: Srimad Bhagavatam, why like, do we need to Upanishads, Mahabharata,
0: and Mahabharata, uh, and Sutra? The, the Srimad Bhagavatam wasn't specifically mentioned. Srimad Bhagavatam is considered as the commentary of Vedanta Sutra. When so Vedanta Sutra is mentioned, Includes. So, you got Bhagavad Gita, Shun Bhagavatam, we put the other way. You got three. But there's still one. Well, between the two, it's the Vedanta Sutta Upanishads, the Bhagavad Gita, and the Mahabharata. And the Ramayana. You didn't mention the Ramayana. So, so, one you take lessons from these eight literatures, learn how to practice. This is inevitable okay. so one thing is that since one's consciousness is the cause of bondage one's consciousness has to be purified by bhakti yoga then what is the consciousness purified from yes yes can we have a description of what is that material consciousness What type of misidentification? Yes. What does it describe that as in the Narada Pancharaj? If one thinks he's the body, then what does he think he is? He has so many false designations. Bodies. So so it's a lot of people that are pretty close to that.
1: The, one here.
0: the exact thing is that one's consciousness is a cause of material bondage, but if this consciousness is purified by Bhakti Yoga, one can then understand the falsity of his Upadhi, his designations as Indian, American, Hindu, Muslim, Christian, and so on. Nirman. One must forget these designations and use this consciousness only for the service of Krishna. Therefore, if one takes advantage of the Krishna Conscious Movement, his life is certainly successful. Thank you
1: very much. Thank you.